Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia partnership, we have a long collaboration with the Government of PNG and Health. And we work side by side with the PNGDF and, and their Department of Defence. PNG and Australian governments also prioritise the need to address the issue of family and sexual violence. Australia's assistance to Papua New Guinea really covers all sectors. Welcome to AHC on Air. I'm Natalie Lavi, stepping in for your regular host, Gregory Avira. And this month, we look at ongoing investment in Bougainville, COVID-19 response support, and the development of the autonomous Bougainville government's disability policy. Our guests on this month's program are Clayton Harrington, the First Secretary and the Manager of the Australian High Commission's Bougainville Office, Belinda Marie Garraf, the Program Manager under the Bougainville Partnership, Medley Koito, who is the Director for Social Equity Services at the Department of Community Development with the Bougainville Government, and Sioni Atua, who is the President of the Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization. And they all will be interviewed by my colleague, Jeffrey Kopp, from the Bougainville office. Let's join Jeffrey as he speaks to Clayton on Australia's support to Bougainville. What are some of the areas Australia's support in Bougainville? Uh, thanks, Jeff. Australia's assistance to the autonomous Bougainville government aims to help build a more prosperous Bougainville. We provide quite a bit of support across a number of areas and in the last financial year we spent in the order of 80 million kina across our suite of investments which reflects Australia's commitment to Bougainville. Our assistance seeks to improve services in health, education, maintenance of roads, infrastructure, strengthening law and justice while helping to meet the needs of Bougainville's women, youth and people living with disability. We provide support to help improve good governance with the ABG by providing a range of technical advisory support and other initiatives to priority departments. Economic development is a real critical area that we've been focusing on in these challenging times. We, will, we really believe in the potential of Bougainville's agriculture industry and cocoa in particular. And our commodity support facility has just had another cocoa grants round, which, which is really exciting. In education, last year we completed 18 uh, double classrooms and teachers' accommodation across Bogomil. And actually, talking of the classrooms project reminded me of a moment that uh, I wanted to share with you. It was at the start of 2019, soon after arriving in Bougainville, that I attended my first official opening of one of the double classrooms in um, Wakanai. Anyway, halfway through the ceremony, there was chanting coming down from the hills that was coming closer and closer. And sure enough, the famous Ube came to celebrate the opening. It was such a, a welcome to Bougainville special moment that I'll never forget, and the, the community seemed equally as excited as I was. And talking of other special initiatives, Australian PNG have just announced an initiative in the Technical Vocational Education and Training, or TVET space. Valued at over 100 million kina, Australia will provide support 
through the Australia Pacific Technical College in Port Moresby to expand to priority regions, which importantly includes Bougainville. The aim of the TVET project is to increase the number of skilled workers here, ensure that TVET graduates have qualifications that meets the growing needs of the work industry. Graduates will also be able to benefit from opportunities offered by Australia's specific labour mobility programs. This is something that will help provide options to school leavers and really benefit the Bougainville youth, so I'm really looking forward to assisting with this project. We also have the Bougainville Community Grants Program, where we've nearly completed almost 60 grants, community grants across Bougainville. These in the, main are, in the main are small projects such as water tanks, toilets, walk bridges over rivers and for the construction of community, small community centres. And they might be small, but having visited many of these, the difference they make to people's day-to-day -day lives are, are incredible to see. So Jeff, those are a few of the, the longer-term investments, but we also support short-term or one-off events and projects. For example, we provided significant support to the very successful referendum last year. And similarly, we are providing support to this year's election through the printing and transportation of the Bogan, uh, Bougainville election ballot papers. What is Australia doing to support Bougainville during the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, Jeff, that's a good question. So here in Booker, we've been working closely with the ABG to help strengthen Bougainville's preparedness against COVID-19. And really since March this year, we have hosted weekly meetings with the ABG Secretary for Health and other key officials to establish Bougainville's plans and to ensure Australia's support is aligned to Bougainville's needs. In close consultation with the ABG, we've pivoted part of Australia's Bougainville-specific development program, as touched on earlier, to assist Bougainville with COVID preparedness. There's a bit of a laundry list of different initiatives, so I won't detail them all, but some of the key activities that we've worked on together with the ABG include, um, firstly, regarding infrastructure development where we have refurbished an old aid post in North Bougainville and brought it up to standard to act as a standalone dedicated isolation facility for patients with mild symptoms. We realised very early on that if there was an outbreak in Bougainville that there were no specific isolation facilities. And given that the only official entry point into Bougainville is through Booker, North Bougainville was the obvious choice of location. And I'm pleased to say that the completion of the project only took eight weeks from concept to, to lock-up, so there was good work undertaken very quickly and a demonstration of the good partnership we have with uh, the ABG. Similarly, at the southern tip of Bougainville in Bowen, a containerised mobile health clinic is about to arrive. The mobile clinic is actually pretty cleverly designed and is really two shipping containers joined together and fitted out as a fully functional medical facility. The clinic, clinic will support surge capacity, including triage and referral, or the treatment of non-infectious health issues, such as malaria, prenatal and postnatal care and inju injuries and so on. And this will help free up space to treat identified and suspected COVID patients elsewhere at the Bowen Health Centre. Secondly, we've provided a lot of support around COVID education and awareness. As you can imagine, a lot of Bougainvillians, 
like many other populations around the world, wouldn't have been too aware of COVID. So it's been important to get the COVID health and hygiene messages out quickly. So we supported the ABG in developing messages aligned with the WHO and NDOH um, key messages across Bougainville. A few of the ways we've supported the ABG to communicate COVID awareness includes helping to establish a COVID free call hotline, the Department of Health medical staff resource to answer calls from concerned individuals in Bougainville. We also helped develop an SMS blast message program that have delivered over 1 million COVID safe messages to 60,000 Bougainvillians. We produced and printed over 52,000 COVID safe posters, brochures and training materials for distribution by the ABG throughout Bougainville. Thirdly, we've also provided a number of vehicles for the Department of Health to use in awareness activities and if and when required. I'm pleased to say I've seen these vehicles in use whizzing between Booker and Bowen and everywhere in between over the last few months. Lastly, but no, by no means least, we've provided 950,000 keener and direct funding to assist the Department of Health by critical medical equipment and strengthen its health measures. So that's a bit of a snapshot of Australia's COVID support to Bougainville. We continue to meet on a weekly basis with the ABG and ensure our support is effective and what the ABG wants and needs as the situation unfolds here. Thank you, Mr. Arrington. And Geoffrey Cobb speaking to Australian High Commission's First Secretary and the Manager of the Bougainville Office, Clayton Harrington. When we return, we look at a community support facility for farmers in Bougainville. With NBC TV and radio, you get the best of both worlds. Advertising is not only made easier. One plus one, two. But affordable. Thank you. And with a reach like ours. Oops. Sorry, excuse me. It's a no-brainer. We're your one-stop shop in advertising. Whatever your target audience, we can tailor to suit your budget and help create a greater impact on your audience. Why go anywhere else? Call 325-1870. Your real PNG affordable advertising alternative. Welcome back to AHC on Air. I'm Natalie Lavi. And in this month's program, we focus on Australia's support to Bougainville's economic development, COVID-19 response and the development of the disability policy. Back to Jeffrey again as he interviews Belinda Mari Gara from the Bougainville Partnership Program. I have with me Ms. Belinda Mari Gara and she's the manager under the Bougainville Partnership. She manages a number of activities uh, under Pillar 2, economic development. I have a question, and that is the, the COVID-19 pandemic has seen a slowdown in economic activities around the world, including in PNG and Bougainville. Under this climate, uh, Australia's commitment is still ongoing, and that includes a new call for proposals for the Commodity Support Facility and it was announced recently. Can you tell us more about how the facility, uh, Commodity Support Facility, continues to support farmers in the region? The COVID-19 pandemic is a global issue affecting economies around the world and uh, Bougainville is no exception. 
the Australian government's commitment to Bougainville's aspirations to be economically self-reliant continues during this trying time, and the second call for cacao proposals announced in June 2020 is evident of that. Uh, this commitment through the Bougainville Partnership Commodity Support Facility is built on mutual understanding, and this facility is a modality to deliver agriculture and economic activities in Bougainville. And it is an initiative of the autonomous Bougainville government, and it is supported by the governments of Papua New Guinea, Australia, and New Zealand, of course. Um, since 2016, Australia and New Zealand have invested more than 10 million quinine grants to the 25 cocoa farming groups across the region, which um, the facility currently supports. The program has um, distributed over 250,000 cocoa seedlings, um, 34 cocoa dryers renovated and 44 new ones have been built. Um, 1,250 sets of tools and equipment for cocoa farming were handed over to our farmers and 19 tractors uh, given to 19 groups as well as um, 11 new solar combination, kiln solar combination dryers have been built. Um, while these are the uh, benefits or while the farmers are the direct beneficiaries of this support, um, the wider Bougainville community continues to benefit as well. And during this trying time and in, during this COVID-19 pandemic, um, why I say this is because in providing this support to our far farmers, um, the facility continues or is promoting economic development and stimulating the local businesses as well. Um, some of the examples include uh, the local nursery owners, they, they benefit as well. Um, seedlings are procured from them and supplied to the farmers. The local uh, business houses, materials are procured from them. And um, cocoa sheds, for instance, and drying facilities are, are built using the materials uh, procured within Bougainville. Local builders and carpenters are also engaged to do the renovation work or just to build the, the little small infrastructure like the dryers. Um, in addition, we also um, work with the local service providers or transport providers to move materials and supplies to site. So these are some of the ways in which economic development continues to um, economic activity continues to take place within this time and not just um, for our, our direct beneficiaries but also um, the wider Bougainville community as I've said. So the first phase of support is nearing completion and the second phase is um, likely to start in 2021 and with the second phase um, the facility will continue to provide cocoa seedlings improve and build new drying facilities, provide a lot of trainings including um, best management practice on cocoa, financial literacy, um, business and planning management, not only to boost output, improve quality and gain access to uh, markets, but also to build the capacity of these business groups um, so as to strengthen their own systems and processes. Um, I think this work will continue in that regard and as I've stated, the wider Bougainville community will also continue to benefit as um, local service providers. Just to finish off, I'd like to say that um, Bougainville Partnership is very observant of the COVID-19 protocols in all our engagement and, our, and awareness and this is an integrated part of our work. Um, 
in, in addition, um, I'd like to just put it that the COVID-19 pandemic also brings opportunities for change, for innovation in the way um, the program is uh, delivered and also for, uh, for our farmers in um, adapting to the new normal or the new capacity. Jeffrey Kopp there with Belinda Marigara on the community support facility during this COVID-19 pandemic. ABG Disability Policy with Medley Koito from Bougainville's Department of Community Development and Sioni Atua from the Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization when we return. NBC. Real PNG Stories. Real PNG News. Real PNG. Advertising on two mediums plus affordability equals NBC TV and radio. The equation is so simple that the result is worth it. In fact, your boss will be over the moon with your report card. Get the best of both mediums now with just one phone call. Hey, that's another equation made easy. Right you are. Whatever your target audience, we can tailor to suit your budget and help create a greater impact on your audience. Why go anywhere else? Call 325-1870, your real PNG affordable advertising alternative. And this is AHC on air. Welcome back to our program. Now, Australia's support really covers all sectors in Papua New Guinea, and that's including the autonomous region of Bougainville. And one of the areas that Australia is supporting in Bougainville is the development of the disability policy. We join Jeffrey as he speaks to Medley Koito and Sioni Atua about the disability policy in the region. I have with me Mr. Medley Koito, who is the Director, Social Equity Services, Department of Community Development, Autonomous Bougainville Government. I also have with me Mr. Sioni Atua, he is the President of the Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization. Mr. Atua has been appointed to the position in early November 2019 during the Disabled Persons Organization's first AGM. Firstly, I would like to ask Mr. Koito, what are the support that people with disability are getting from partners who are in Bougainville and also at the national level or international level? There are a number of supports to disability work including the Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization. As the responsible department, the Department of Community Development, we have provided an office space for BDPO. We also have a full-time disability officer who is assisting in disability work. BDPO has also received support from the North Bougainville member which they provided office equipment for BDPOs. Recently, up to February this year, we had a volunteer who had been with us for a one-year assignment who has been providing the, the uh, support in initial start of the policy development. We also received grants from the PNG Australia Awards for the Initial consultation, policy consultation. We also received support from the Bougainville Partnership, which they provided logistic support in transport, accommodation, and pediums for BDPOs 
during the policy consultation. We are now receiving continuous support from CBM Australia, which are funded by the DFAT to assist in formulating the policy. Can you tell us why uh, this policy for disability is important for Bougainville and its future plans post-referendum? Currently, the autonomous Bougainville government is bounded under the Papua New Guinea National Disability Policy, which is more an overarching policy at the higher level. Bougainville's aspirations concerning disability matters are not fully guided on the overall implementation of these disability programs in Bougainville. Therefore, we need to have a policy that is on own and addresses the specific issues and needs that are more contextualized in Bougainville way. Further to that, it is critical for Bougainville to develop its own strategic disability policy to enable the programs and activities implementations within Bougainville more effectively and efficient. And with ABG current autonomous status and its desire towards the self-determination or to become an independent nation, it's required to develop its policies. The policy, it aims to embrace the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities to bring down barriers and enhance persons with disabilities' participation in economic and social life. Mr. Koito, you mentioned in your earlier statements about regional consultations you had in North, Central and South regarding the disabled persons policy. What are some of the challenges highlighting during those consultations? There are many issues ranging from accessibility, lack of participation, lack of information, specific services, abuse on girls, women, and people with disability, and insufficient support given to them. People with disabilities in Bougainville have very limited or even lack of access to public utilities, infrastructure, such as building, banks or roads, toilet, public toilet, etc. There seems to be a gap between able people and people with disabilities having access to infrastructure and services. Participation by people with disability in community life and community-based activities is very limited. This includes their involvement in decision-making, leadership roles, sports and recreation, or even cultural activities. It requires to create avenues that can support participation of people with disability. There are also specific services that are very limited for different types of disabilities, including specialist trainings, rehabilitation and healthcare services, lack of government services to the community that focus on assisting or supporting people with disabilities with assistive 
devices. This is a great issue in the community. Also, with the continuous support from the Australian government and other partners, we are confident that we should be able to achieve the, the policy outcomes for greater results. who is the president of the Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization. Mr. Atua, what is the role of DPO's, Disabled Persons Organization, and how will it support the policy once it's been finalized? Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization, or BDPO, is a big body and representing people with disability in Bogon plays an important role in the development process of the policy. We thank the government that BDPO has been a key partner and we have been together to develop this policy. This is important as the Bogonville Disabled Persons Organization is the voice of people with disability in Bogonville. So once the policy is being finalized, we would like to see Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization as the key implementing agency to drive and implement the policy. Bougainville Disabled Persons Organization would like to take the lead to advocate on rights of people with disability and do awareness throughout the region. As a big body, we also play a coordination role to implement the policy. On behalf of the Bonneville Disabled Persons Organization, I would like to thank the Australian government and other partners for your continuous support. Without the support of our partners, we can't achieve what we aspire to deliver for the disabled people. Sioniatua and Nedley Koito both interviewed by Jeffrey Kopp from our Bougainville office. Listeners, we've come to the end of our program. Join us for another round of AHC on air next month. Till then, I'm Natalie Lavi. Have a pleasant evening. Australia is here. We'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia Partnership, we have a long collaboration with the Government of PNG and Health. And we work side by side with the PNGDF and, and their Department of Defence. PNG and Australian governments also prioritise the need to address the issue of family and sexual violence. Australia's assistance to Papua New Guinea really covers all sectors. Mm -hmm.